What, what are you saying? They're going to play the podcast on the radio? No, no, no. We're going to we're going to be we're going to be on the podcast. They're they're recording a live podcast. Okay, cool. So this is called Open Pod Night. So it's basically like open. There they go. Chats from the deck, the twenty fifth annual. Why don't we do broadcast of chats? So it's recording now. Oh, you're recording now. Yeah. Oh, we're recording this time, Dave. Yeah, I didn't record last time. We got it was a good episode. That was a great episode. I wish you could have heard it. (laughs) Am I recording? Let me make sure I'm actually recording. I am. It's at thirty two seconds. Yay. This is Flying with a Purpose, a podcast brought to you by Flight Review and Melbourne Flight Training. I'm David Allen, a student pilot currently pursuing my private pilot certificate. And I'm Derek Fallon, a certified flight instructor and the owner of Melbourne Flight Training. Got a question about flight training or aviation in general? We'd love to answer it. Details about how to send us your questions will be at the end of the show. Now, let's get to the good stuff. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Flying with a Purpose. Derek and I were able to attend Sun and Fun 2019, the 2019 International Fly-In and Expo, and we actually recorded this episode on day three of the event. I had actually been at Sun and Fun the entire week as a volunteer, which I'll talk about in a moment, Uh, but this is the first day that Derek was actually able to show up. It's noisy, and there's a lot of background noise and things going on, and frankly, I think it's kind of awesome, so I hope you'll bear with us through the audio issues, but it sounded pretty cool. Uh, We actually recorded most of this while standing in front of Sun and Fun Radio at the beginning of what they called Open Pod Night. It's the first time they've done that where they had podcasters on. And After we recorded this episode, Derek and I actually appeared on Sun and Fun Radio uh, for Open Pod Night. Now, I'm a longtime volunteer with Sun and Fun Radio. Actually, this was my 11th consecutive year volunteering with Sun and Fun Radio and my host Mike my co-host Mike Ladd and I both host the Morning Run Up which is our morning show that we record remotely uh, from uh, someplace on the field and then broadcast it back live to the radio station. Uh, we go from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. It's a lot of fun. We have a great time. During the episode, Derek and I actually get interrupted, and so we kind of knock it off for a minute and then come back and finish up the episode. So it's a little disjointed, but I think you'll, I hope you'll forgive it. Uh, it was a lot of fun to have. We actually did talk about recording more episodes, but uh, at the end of the day, this was really the only episode we, we recorded while we were at Sun and Fun this year. But it was a lot of fun, a lot of good content, so... Hope you enjoy it. It's going to be okay. I like to talk. You know that. So. I know you do. Welcome to Sun and Fun. Hi. It's day, it's day four. It's day three. It's day three of Sun and Fun. You're here. I'm so glad. Uh, I've been here all week, but you guys just got here. I strolled in like a teenager at noon. Well, it was a bit of a drive. I-4 is a nightmare. I-4 is awful. Yeah, but, uh, so we got over here about noon, and we took in the sights and... Saw some of the new stuff already and uh, met with a few people and enjoyed some Blue Angels. Two double Blue Angels today. Yeah, we got them. They, they, they arrived yesterday. Yeah. No, they arrived today. They arrived this morning at 9 o'clock, yeah. 10 o'clock, and then uh, did their first practice, which is basically just finding waypoints. Mm-hmm. But then their second practice is actually running the show. It was good. Yeah, it was yeah. good to, to see them twice. Wait, well, wait, yeah. so boring, right? You, that's uh, what you said. So boring. It doesn't look like any fun at all. It must be boring just to sit there in a jet and put afterburners on and 
go down the runway at 500 knots, 200 feet off the ground. No big deal. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> who, who wants to do that? Nobody. <laughs> just not a person on the earth. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not one of those that wants to fly an F-18 actually, at Mach actually 2 with the, my hair on fire. I called the FAA uh, while they were flying and made a noise complaint. Did you? So, yeah. yeah, good. yeah. That, that was the right From thing the to do. From the air show. That was the right thing to do. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, dude, I've been listening to airplanes turn uh, dinosaurs into decibels, like, all week. And the F-16 has just been destroying the sky. In fact, I, I, I saw over Camp Radioactive, where we camp, uh, that they had uh, dispatched a crew to, un, uh, to to restitch the atmosphere that he tore open as he went by <laughs> at 650 knots. It was Yeah, nuts. that was cool to see him do the low pass, the high speed. I was, like, half in the hangar. I was like, ooh, sweet. There he goes. <laughs> and then you hear him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's good stuff. So we're actually standing here in front of Sun and Fun Radio, where I volunteer every year, so you may be hearing some of that in the background. Uh, they're about to start uh, uh, their their open pod night. It's the first time they've done that. In fact, Derek, you and I are going to be part of that here when they call us up to the deck. So that'll be fun. Uh, if you're if you're get a chance to hear uh, Sun and Fun Radio, we broadcast live at liveatc.net/snf. So you can, if you're not here at Sun and Fun, you can get a piece of it just by listening in. It's a lot of fun. But we're going to try to bring you a couple of episodes here from the grounds. This is our first uh, Sun and Fun as a as a podcast. Yeah, it is. It's uh, exciting to be here and to see what's going on in the aviation industry, and then be able to talk about it. There's a lot of training discussion going on i noticed that uh it's really cool the, a lot of the podcasts going on right now tonight uh and during the day today i've been about flight training and career opportunities in aviation so it's, it's cool to see everybody kind of realizing what's going on and that uh it's growing quickly. Why, so why is it that there's such a big push for for flight training now i mean we, we kind of know but it's we're actually seeing the discussions happening and the realization of it the world needs pilots why i don't know <laughs> but what's going on in the industry that's causing uh, this? Uh, I know why. It's uh, retirements. In the United States, it's retirements. It's economic growth worldwide. Those two things. And, and then a, a backlog of just no training going on for a decade. You know, between 9-11 and 2000. 11 where there was just almost nothing going on nothing but now you've got uh, a flight school that melbourne flight training started three just just barely three years ago we just crossed our three-year anniversary two airplanes you just bought your seventh cessna 172 and we've got the cirrus and the duchess and i mean we're just growing like crazy yeah we're, we're growing pretty quick we can't meet the need that's coming in the front door because of the amount of people that want to learn to fly. So we can't get enough airplanes. We can't get enough flight instructors. Um, it, it's hard to find airplanes and, and uh, out there in the world right now. And I think there's a lot of solutions on the on the field here that are, are trying to solve that problem. Sounds but, like sounds like there's a company that's trying to solve that problem in a big way. Yeah. Uh, so. We looked at a bunch of them today, but Piper was the most, uh, the one that stood out most in my mind uh, after looking at all the planes today. They've come out with a, 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 an affordable trainer called the Pilot 100. They're, so calling, is, is they're calling it the Pilot 100. They're calling it the Pilot 100 and the Pilot 100i. So the Pilot 100 is like a VFR uh, PA28 trainer that's affordable to flight schools, and then uh, Pilot 100i is a IFR trainer. For flight schools, and tell us a little bit. What you, tell us what you know about the airplane itself. So it's a it's a it's a standard PA twenty eight. Uh, it's got a glass cockpit and it's got a brand new uh, Continental Titan fuel injected one hundred and eighty horsepower engine. Uh, so it's it's like if you look at it, looks the same. 
as any other PA28. Well, once you crack it open, it's got a brand new kind of engine, it's more affordable, and it's got brand new Garmin Evionics that are much more affordable uh, than the previous G1000 system. So it's got it's got a glass cockpit then? Cool glass cockpit, and it's touch, touch screen. Really? Yeah. So this qualifies as TAA then? It does. It's TAA because it has glass cockpit. Uh, with a PFT and an MFT, and it has an autopilot, two-axis autopilot. You're talking about a trainer with an autopilot. Yep. Well, I mean, we're training pilots now to be professionals, right? And the planes that I fly as a professional all have autopilots. And I think one of the biggest uh, deficiencies that you see as people transition into the professional flight environment is that they don't know how to manage automation. So this will assist schools and teaching their students to manage automation. I, I was hearing something the other day that just kind of blew my mind. You hear about airline pilots these days who are just systems managers and they don't know how to fly anymore. And and I and I find that you know, all, all they do is they get they, as soon as they take off they turn on the autopilot and I'm thinking to myself, how do you respond to that? And I heard a great response to that. And the response I heard to that was that was how they designed the airplane. You fly it the way it was designed. If I'm if I'm in an F-16, I fly with a stick on the right and a, and throttles on the left, and I do hotas, hands on throttle and stick, because that's the way the manufacturer designed the airplane. If you're flying an airliner, you're designing you you know how to you're, you're trained how to hand fly the aircraft, but you don't do that in most cases because the airplane knows how to fly itself, and you're managing those systems, and so we need to be teaching to that standard. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, if you don't teach the students what they're going to use on the pro professional world, you know, they're not getting anything out of it. And, and really, aviation is changing. Even all the LSAs, they're all glass cockpit with autopilot and fancy. I mean, the, the, that's the way we're going. There's no fighting it. And I think a lot of people fight it. And they're like, oh, I don't want to fly a glass cockpit airplane because it's weak. It has all the information there for me. Why? I want, I want to find it. I want it to be challenging. I want to find my own information when I'm flying. And uh, that's just, they're not building planes like that anymore. They're not building six-pack airplanes without GPS. That's, it's just not happening. Well, uh, you know, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, we were slightly interrupted there by air show stuff. Yeah, so, uh, and you had a phone call you had to deal with, so... But uh, anyway, uh, you know, we were, we'll wrap this one up pretty quick. Um, but we, we were talking about we we're talking about Piper and mm-hmm. their advancements in uh, their, their, new air, their new aircraft and the, the benefits it, that arise. I think it's like a disruption. Yeah, what so do you think it's going to do? I think it's going to disrupt the industry. Why? Because it's affordable. It's cheaper than everything else. It's significantly cheaper than everything else. And it's going to cause people to shift towards it. And that's going to... Uh, cause the market for light training airplanes uh, to co- cool off a little bit because they're going to start producing some airplanes what's the what's the what does the funnel look like there what do you mean so you, you, piper makes these airplanes who gets them uh big schools and then what happens and then they sell their other planes and those planes go to littler schools and so do you think this is going to make it easier for us to get 172s absolutely but I think that they're going to find a way to make it easier for, and, and they they have uh, made it easier just by lowering the price for medium and smaller flight schools to acquire this aircraft. Because there are a lot of small flight schools that uh, have, you know, less than 10 airplanes and they're all brand new because they decided to go that way financially and buy those newer airplanes. And that's what they're selling to their customers. So there are going to be smaller flight schools that are interested in buying into fleets of these types. But when they can when they can downsize their capital expense by selling their more expensive aircraft to buy a cheaper airplane that does the same thing uh, and maybe even better than their 
they're all the better for it. See, it's interesting to me because I look at this from a from a standpoint of cash, and it's you know two hundred and sixty thousand dollars, and that's that's prohibitive to me. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking at a flight school that's got you know money for these kinds of things. It, compared to the Cessna 172 and the competition for these other aircraft that they're buying new, it's it almost becomes a buy three get one free. Yeah, it, it does for the airframes because you know a Cessna 172 G1000 new S model costs you know four hundred four hundred fifty thousand dollars on the street price, and that's very 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 expensive. I mean, you can get a Cirrus for that much money. Wow. You know, and 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 also. Uh, you know, if you want to order a Cessna 172, you got to wait a couple of years to get it. Whereas this is kind of opening up the floodgates a little bit and allowing some some training airplanes to hit the market a lot quicker. Cool. Well, uh, we're here at Sun and Fun 2019. It's day three of the event. Uh, this is uh, Derek's first day, so the audio is going to be a little bit different than it normally is because we're actually out here on the grounds. Uh, we were standing in front of Sun and Fun Radio. We walked down a couple doors there uh, to find a nice deck to sit on here on Clubhouse Row. Uh, if you are at Sun and Fun, uh, we'd love to shake your hand, so come by and say hi. Uh, if not, uh, we're going to cr- cr- try to crank out a couple of episodes here. Yeah. Uh, just have some fun. Talk about some cool stuff we're seeing. Maybe a little bit of flight training. What do you think um, What do you think the, the an event like this, what's in it for the flight training community, the, the students in the CFIs? What do you think is, is, is in it for people to come to Sun and Fun? I think it's just that passion for aviation kind of brings people together uh maybe people who are in aviation but don't have the knowledge of how to to get from where they are now to where they're going and there's a lot of schools here you can talk to and find out how to get there um a lot of people don't live around a flight school all over the country right so yeah there's a lot of flight schools in florida and i think we take that for granted but if you go to iowa there's not a lot of flight schools you know in iowa or there's not a lot of flight schools in montana so for them to make the trek here they got a little they're, they're here they can learn a little bit about it and then they can make a decision on which school they're going to go to and relocate so they can get their training done but they can learn a lot here um and then obviously the technology piece so we've got a lot of technology uh, that's being shared here from the avionics side as well as the engine and the component side there's even electronic magnetos that are being introduced there goes a the p40 war p40 right there listen <laughs> start training in those pretty soon yeah i'm, I'm a fan <laughs> uh only if it's got the tiger teeth on the front that's right yeah uh, and that's the thing about sun and fun is there's just so much to see and so if nothing if nothing else if you if you get nothing else out of it you get excitement out of it and that yeah. that's it right there it, you know i saw a couple of my flight school students here today my mechanics came to look at tools and equipment and and you know new airplanes and things like that that they're interested in in uh making possibilities for the for the flight school um, so it's pretty cool. I'm going to have a bunch of my instructors over the weekend. Maybe we'll get to talk to them. Uh, Brian will be here tomorrow. Nice. And then uh, my operations manager, Lauren, and one of the other CFIs, Mike, will be here for the weekend. So we may get a chance to join in with them and, and talk about airplanes. That'd be great. I'd love to do that. So thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for tuning in for this uh, little bit different of an episode and probably a couple more of these coming out throughout the week. Uh, we're having fun here. It is the end of day day three at Sun and Fun 2019, the International Flying and Expo. Uh, I actually volunteer on the radio, so if you're listening to liveatc.net slash SNF from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., it's early. I get it. But we are live on the radio. 
uh, me and my co-host Mike Ladd. Uh, you know him, and mm-hmm. he's a lot of fun. We we have a good time on the radio, so uh, we'd love to hear uh, if you guys uh, want to. Just if you if you have have anything to say, if you're listening to this stuff, just tweet at us. That'd be great if you tweet at us at at Flight Review TV, Flight Review TV. Uh, hit us up on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, send us an email. You know, you've got our your e- our email there. So, man. It's been a fun day. It's been a good day. I'm tired. Blue Angels, two times. Two times. And then Mike Ladd interrupted us and brought me a beer. That's right. And uh, I'm drinking uh, one right now. Yeah. It's time. Is, it's it's time evening. For... The sun is setting. we got airplanes out here. We're going to do a little Sun and Fun radio and hang out with some good people. That sounds good. That's it. That's what Sun and Fun's about. It's about the people, man. Yep. All right. Cool. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Flying with a Purpose. If you'd like us to consider answering your question on the show, send us an email to podcast at flightreview.tv. That's podcast at flightreview.tv. We would love to hear from you. Also, check out the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash flightreview for the latest flight training episode. Derek is trying to turn me into a pilot in front of the world. Finally, if you like this show, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us out to have some five-star ratings, especially when we are just starting out. Again, thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode of Flying with a Purpose. Oh, 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 o